All right. This is part two. Yeah. Like we promised. Part two. Still mental health awareness month. Yes. And we spoke a lot about just recognizing it early at a you know, the earlier the better and understanding that it's just like your physical health and yeah. take care of it. And we were gonna get a little further into understanding disorders and mm-hmm. illness and we're not gonna try to come at it like we're doctors or anything. Right. We just just note that this is the key thing to remember. When we see it with someone or within ourselves and we have again, that's why it's so on- so important to be honest with ourselves when things become extreme and consistent, which means that like every day yes. there's a lot of anger. Every day there's a lot of maybe indifference. Or every day and it's in an, an, on an extreme or every day you just every day is a bad day. Nothing's good. Right. Pressed or something. And it's to an extreme and it's consistent. So those are where you go into the illness part and then depending on what it's focused on, it could be that specific disorder. Yes. Okay. And it talked about here um, what it is not. So what is a mental, one thing, mental? All right. It said it is not the result of personal weakness. And it is, oh, did you want me to go to the, mm-hmm. it is a medical, di- uh, let me say that right. <laughs> it is a medical condition that causes significant distress and disrupts a person's thinking emotional control and behavior can often upset a person's ability to relate to others and to handle the daily demands of life can affect a person of any age culture race tribe religion educational background or income level so you mentioned the word in their distress yes but there's a we always we already talked about in the part one about emotions but one of the main words or Mm -hmm. issues that pop up in all of these things is this one that's either you have on a higher level or a lack thereof which can form into the illness or disorder and that's stress this is information i'm going to discuss or talk about and we have me and answer talk about and 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 we'll get we'd love to get your thoughts and comments on the coping with stress okay so this is what and this is information actually from the CDC. It says many of us are facing challenges that can be stressful and overwhelming. Learning to cope with stress is a healthy way and it will help you. You got to learn to cope with your stress in a healthy way. That's important. What does that mean? Now, I can give you some ideas of what it means or examples, but I'm going to go to you, Angela. Do you understand? Like, what do you perceive from what it's saying? coping you can probably give ideas from your perspective of coping with stress in a healthy way right and i can only speak to that from my personal standpoint too some of the things that i've done um now some things is like listening to music like i'll listen to music with no lyric like just instrumental music let's say that jazz it could be jazz it could be low lo-fi could be anything that i could it could be a walk outside listening to a lot of spa type stuff and I'm i've done that. To that yeah so that's helped me um that's actually was really good at you know helping me cope with with stress so here's coping with stress in an unhealthy way you may have someone to say well i'm gonna go out and 
you know, pester animals in a bad way. I don't want to get into the details of that or bother someone just to cope with my stress. That's unhealthy. You don't de-stress by causing more stress or anxiety, not only upon yourself, but upon others. So you want to find ways to decompress or cope with stress in a healthy way. Angela mentioned a lot of great examples. It can be something as simple as reading. Some may say, I don't really know about that reading. Mm -hmm. But look, if you try it, just try it and see if your mind can stay stressed and and read something uh, on something as your mind get into that. It's it's very impossible. It's difficult unless the reading is stressful, unless something in that reading is stressful. Um, so one thing that you mentioned about the reading, if you think about reading, that reading puts you in a different mind. You take well, your you mind away. You can't do both. You can't be stressed about something right. and then read something that's, let's say, positive or more relaxing. Yeah. So if you if you're not a reader, you know, put it on a TV show or something and or music, get, as or you music. Yeah. That that takes your mind away from that. Just focus on something else. Go ahead. Our activity. Yeah. So you can say, you know what? I'm going to grab it. Let me just go grab a couple items I think I might need. So I'm going to do a little shopping. Oh, I was going to say that. Go ahead. Shopping is a de-stressor. <laughs> well, well, to elaborate what way and what way? I would say when I'm and I've done this. A few times I've shot just to keep my mind off stuff just to but when we when you're shopping you're thinking about what you're gonna buy oh do I you know what I almost forgot let me go over here and look at this I need this for that and you're thinking about where especially if you're shopping for your room or you're shopping for yourself clothing whatever how this look I mean you're not focusing on the stress you're focusing on what's what you're gonna wear where you can wear it to the shoes oh this this goes with the the stuff i already have in my closet oh these shoes will go with this or that de-stressor so um that that helps a lot that does shopping that helps those things help to get them and yeah. what she's talking about is not on amazon you know not on some shopping thing we're talking about physically yeah. going somewhere that's completely different and some people may say, well, I like this or I develop like this because of the fact that it's crazy out there. Yes. I don't want to, you know, who, who knows gonna show, who's going to show up where. It seems like every day is something. And you know what? I really can't disagree. But then again, that's what certain aspects of the world want us to do. They want us to be isolated. They want us to be in fear. They want our minds to get within it and ourselves and truly believe that that's the state we're in. So we have to figure out how to unlock that kind of thinking, that vicious cycle, and then start taking activities. Like me and you may say, okay, you know what? We haven't done. Let's go do a picnic at the um, park. Yeah. So not worry about oh, what if something happened? I'll never go anywhere yeah and that's another disorder that somebody might have mm -hmm. that they're well that gets into this that, aspect and i'm gonna let you look at i'm sorry they are afraid of their environment and if they're out you know and these are just examples too we know a lot of folks you know they got other ways of you know taking their mind off of things and you know concentrate on others but those are just some helpful things all right so i'm gonna look at the it says stress that can cause the following and I was touching on it earlier, feelings of fear, anger, sadness, worry, numbness, frustration, 
We all can get frustrated about things if we let it. Those are the things that can fester. Um, things that trigger it are that we know that it's affecting us is when we have a change in our appetite, energy, desires, and interests. So, okay, I want to kind of note where it goes to the extreme that some people will try to cause you stress on purpose or they'll try to trigger you on purpose. That's extreme. When someone is manipulating things to cause you to be a certain way, that is very extreme because why would you manipulate another person into feeling negative or or harming better yet harming themselves if you've uh noticed um especially i'm gonna go back to the youth you know if this is happening at school we've seen a lot of kids be affected by that but that's that's showing that whoever the person is trying to manipulate this kid into feeling bad or feeling a certain way there's something wrong with them that it, i shouldn't say something wrong with them there's something wrong with them to let's say this to have the feeling of wanting to harm that is the to this to the extreme and we call that bullying you know there's something wrong with that you know so we don't want to manipulate another person into feeling a certain way you know causing that that to trigger you know that that is not good but there are ways and there is help out there so we're discussing it yeah so manip i don't know so some people and some people may or may not even realize they're doing that i don't i don't know it's hard to know like if somebody was manipulating me or bullying me or some way mm -hmm. it would i guess it would have to be super obvious for me um sometimes i truly believe that most people may do something that get me i'm speaking for myself get me upset trigger me on that but i don't if i'm rational they're not doing it on purpose you know, Angela said some things that probably frustrate me, whatever, but I can't, I can't believe very rarely what I even think that she's doing on purpose. She's my wife and she loves me. So that's, that's a good way to look at it. We're, you know, with our mates is that, do we say, do things that irritate or bother each other? Absolutely. But to, to assume that we're doing it to each other on purpose, then we shouldn't even be like, in a, that's just not well, realistic, but I guess in a school format, kids can be pretty vicious. Kids can be pretty mean. And yeah, they definitely more than likely are doing it on purpose. But even then, it's hard to tell. It's hard to evaluate. And in fact, sometimes it may be until we know for sure it's best to think the best until we know for sure. Now, if it's a consistent thing, yeah, it might be an issue. It could be jealousy or envy there. And yeah, they're doing it on purpose because they're jealous or envious of me. But when we think rationally in most cases about other people, um, especially people that love us, they just don't know what they, they just don't realize it. They're just not comprehending that. I ain't feeling good about this. And then I have to figure out how to relay it. If I can't, I have to walk away. I have to get away from a situation I can't explain well. Because all I'm gonna do is it'll affect my mental health and, and I get more frustrated and mad. So those are why, that's why it keeps coming back to check yourself. Like that saying say, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Check yourself all the time and keep your emotions in check i'm not saying hide them and bury them deep but keep them in check to a point where you don't lose it where you don't make a situation worse that's true and sometimes reacting a certain way helps you not make it where you may chuckle at something that really ain't funny but that's your best way to cope 
with a situation that if you didn't laugh at it, you're going to be off off. So you have to be like, you know, you almost like this is your way of I'm going to deal with this because I want I don't want it to be worse. And that's our mechanism. We all have a little mechanism. We may we may say, hmm. you know, that could be like a thing of you. This is how I'm dealing with it. Hmm. And somebody might like, what is that all about? I don't know. <laughs> well, you talk about tolerance, too. Um, people have certain tolerance levels around certain things that they can put up with. And that's a form of self-care, whether you know what you can tolerate with and what you can't. If you know that you can't tolerate with certain things, it's best to kind of put yourself in a position or a place where that's not affecting you. Because as soon as you're there and you're, it continues to build up, it's going to, you know, because of imperfection, because of how you are as a person and what you can deal with, it will cause un, unnecessary stress on you and you don't know how you are going to react to it. So um, just be aware of that. And, and just deal with the fact we can't always make the other person aware. Right. They're going to be. T this has happened to me. I'm sure it's happened. I know it's happened, Angela. Someone would come into your space and bother you and irritate you. And I promise you, I promise you, they not. That's not their intentions. I promise you, they didn't, you know, come up or down or over to where you are and say, "Let me ruin so and Angela's day today. Let me ruin Chris' day today." It's just sometimes that happens, and you can't not control the other person, but you can. Start looking at how you can deal with it and kind of maneuver out of it for the sake of your own stress. Sometimes people do come into your space and they do do it on purpose and they do want to cause you harm and they do want to mess mess with your little, you know, your little perfect little situation where they think you got a perfect little situation going like you. Oh, this person is too happy today. Let me say something to trigger them. And, you know, let's see what happens. Some people just do it just to see what happens. Especially if you know they can, get, see it. can do it. Yeah. No, they, oh, I know this will get them. And if they see it bother you, they'll do it again. Yeah. So you have to be in control of you. What they say about mental, a healthy mental health, when you have good mental health is when you're in a good space. You know, always be in that good space. You know, don't let anybody trigger you, whether you know whether it's on purpose or not. You're going to have to be in control of yourself. You're going to have to be in control of your thoughts. You're going to have to be in control. You are in control of your situation. You going to have to really kind of know what to do or how to prepare for situations like this or whatever situation it may be. And I promise you, I promise you, you feel better afterwards when you know you've dealt with something in the right way and you've protected your space. We'll say space, your space in regards to it could be physical space, mental space. You, you know, you're like, you know what? I could have did this, but I didn't do it. So because I didn't do it. I'm in a good mental health state right now. I'm not thinking about, you know, oh, you know, this person came in my space and I told them off. I said, da, 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 da. You know, you're thinking about negative stuff now. You're not, you're not um, thinking about like versus in your good space. You're thinking about, oh, 
this person did trigger me, but I didn't go there. I didn't go there with them. So I don't have any negative thing, anything negative to say versus, you know what? Yeah, I told them this. I told them off. I told them this, that, that, this. Yeah, yeah. But you're not in a good mental space. <laughs> you're thinking about some negative stuff. And the body, like we mentioned before, the body reacts off of, off of that. Your physical health reacts off, thing, off, off of that. So be mindful of that as well. Yeah. And you keep hearing us saying some of the same things. People say, well, how do you know? How do you know? How do I know? How do I know? What is it? Because sometimes you just don't recognize it. So so this is what it's saying. And we t I touched on a little bit. So do you have you noticed maybe you're eating more or eating less? That can be one red flag you can look at. OK, so I'm going to say, um, what about your concentration? Have you seen that kind of waver and, and change or overthinking? Though that could be a red thing. You're sleeping where you have not only you may have insomnia problems sleeping um, and that depends. That could be part of uh, heredity. It can be just part of, of stress or, or mental health issues. And then what you what you're dreaming or what's what's in your conscious as mm -hmm. you sleep. So those are some um, uh, yeah things. I'm gonna say that is that is real when you talk about the sleep. That affects your mental health too. You know, I'm telling you. Um, I remember one time I did get good get good a good night's rest. And what I mean for that for me is I slept at least seven hours or more straight without waking up you feel so refreshed i mean and i'm not talking about just superficial surface level sleep i'm talking about deep REM sleep deep deep <laughs> i'm telling you that's priceless that's priceless because um and when you're talking about the sleep too you said nightmares and problems sleeping so yeah, that is something serious too. You know, when you're having nightmares. Um, yeah. So get that in check too, Mike. The nightmares and the, the problem sleeping. I'm working on my problem sleeping and I know what it could be in it. <laughs> and I'm not the only one, you know, millions, millions upon billions of women in this on this earth go through <laughs> different things <laughs> as far as the body changing and you know trying to adjust to that and that could be another segment we could talk about you know the you know the different things that could affect your mental health yes you know we're talking about menopause perimenopause we're talking about menstrual things things that ladies go through that could affect the mental health but um but yeah i found that one thing in regards to my sleep if i ate a uh, certain time at, at night um, that affects my sleep so I have to kind of you know if I know I ate late and I go to sleep I know that my sleep is going to be affected so I try to you know adjust that and that's me knowing myself you know some people don't have that problem but you know others do so there are different things that can trigger that so it's good to be mindful of it another thing could be because we know mental and physical are connected so our bodies could react to something going on here. Examples of physical reactions. You can have headaches. So uh, when your headaches may be increased, you have more of them, are they more uh, 
piercing or something mm -hmm. like that that could be a flag that's another example of oh something's going I, I need to check you know i need to start seeing what's going on what's going on in my everyday life that's causing it not saying that's definitely it but these are mm -hmm. things that possibly like don't i'm not giving you a diagnosis that, that that doesn't some headaches are legit something else and you just have to get with your physicians on but there are body pains stomach problems rashes believe it or not all these physical things could be some t in some cases triggered from what's going on here so those are just signs possibly sometimes it's just a rash you got in poison ivy is <laughs> so friends i'm just trying to give you some insight on some of the things that hopefully can help you mentally and um oh yeah let's get rashes don't you hate when somebody can tell you when you go into something and you got you your skin rash from the effects of the stress so but then like you got to be able to know because angela is like allergic to certain things and she yeah. does it, it it will cause a rash or dry skin so again i don't want y'all to say it. chris is a doctor he told me i'm just saying that these are things that okay i know it's not my whatever i'm allergic to or whatever and i know this that and the third and then i think about it in combination like man i'm eating more i'm having problems sleeping i got this mystery rash how have your days been going have yeah. something been stressing you have you had maybe some weird interaction with people at your work um you know things going on around you what has been going on here can can cause because you sometimes you don't know what well, these are ways you could know yeah also because we're in the united states uh high i'm telling you high uh dosage of gmo in the food is definitely a cause for concern for a lot of us everywhere you turn there's gmo in our food supply that is definitely high alert red flags for us so we have to watch that as well in fact we're we're trying to make changes too within our family not just us me personally you know this is a concern for the you know for 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 us and our family too um so um making sure your food is natural as much as possible as you can i know there are some difficulties in that when you whenever where you turn around there's chemicals and stuff you read the label and you you take this simple piece of food and you look at the label it's almost half a page worth of chemicals um that affects your mental health that affects your physical and mental health so uh be aware and be mindful of that there are products out there that are non-gmo um but there are also stuff out there that you eat the label and it's simple a simple label with simple foods that you can recognize so and we're not going to get into the gmo that's hard to pronounce yes. <laughs> so look look up well, it, it's actually um genetically mo modified and i think it's organism or something yeah. but that means it's, it's something you could you told me what it was yeah that means pretty much a lot much of y'all know what that means plain and plain and simple if your food's been messed Organism, with right. your food's been messed with it ain't it ain't natural it, ain't, it just ain't natural it's not natural it's not natural so that's somebody messed with the food so to make another. it a certain way a certain texture 
to make the I think with corn they did that in regards to the pesticides and the corn you know to keep the bugs out I mean it's so much and it could be modified several different ways you don't know and I don't understand it much but when it's GMO that means it didn't just grow up out the ground the way it's supposed to that's right <laughs> so somebody may say hey I, mean, I don't think i need to go to the doctor because you know again we're not doctors and we would recommend you you know what your body you know what's going on with you so you have to decide whether you're going to go or not or somebody can help you but so you may say well, well what else can i do I'm, i don't think i'm to that extreme i don't think i'm just off yeah. off the chain as it were or to a point where i'm just you know disorder or illness so here's some suggestions it says take breaks from news stories that could be on two levels that can be from mm -hmm. tv or, or common devices what does that include angela uh take break from news story including those on social media it's good to be informed but constant information about negative events can be upsetting consider limiting news to just a couple times a day and disconnecting from the phone the tv and computer screens for a while maybe a little tough but a little yeah. self-discipline that sometimes yeah it says take breaks yes not eternal <laughs> all right and then this is what we're big on to try to take care of your body yes comes back to how we always know physical and mental is connected so staying physically healthy can improve your what emotional well-being and what are some of the ways to improve your health so eating healthy said so have fruits and vegetables lean protein whole grains and low fat or no fat low fat or no fat dairy limit foods with unhealthy fat salt added sugars and added sugars yeah so there are many sites we can go to to uh, look at our health and we can adjust it to around some of our eating habits but adjusting that can help as well and I, go ahead i want to add to that just one second the sugars is one big thing for me i found that when i decreased the sugars that things that I was better as far as my mental health my thoughts were a little bit more clear of course I did keto low-carb stuff I found that 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 just helped me overall I just found that I was able to uh, function better and be able to manage my stress and anxiety during the day better overuse of anything related to salt and sugar you yeah. need you need salt for certain things in your body. You need sugar for energy. And your body turns on everything pretty much to sugar. And then it saves it as fat. So um, overuse of those things can produce problems for you. Now, this one's easier said than done. Try to get some rest if you can. Mm -hmm. um, and that's something we talked about. Be careful of certain substances, substance abuse. Um, Overindulging in things are things that we should absolutely stay away from. Uh, when it comes to that so all those things are some of the things you can do uh for and after you get uh, some professional help on that um, so i hope this is helpful to you and we can look at 
uh, more of the disorders and the illnesses in part three. Mm -hmm. uh, but those are just if we're at a good place and we just need some slight adjustments. Yeah. Those are some of the things or some of the tips we can do. Totally agree. That was very good information. Well, you see how the emotional side or the mental side is connected to the physical side. So that's important to know and how much both of those tie in with each other. So you know that you're good physically, your mental will and either or it will, you know, it'll come together and you'll be in a good, good place. Yeah. So it's another one from the spice of life. Try to stay calm. Try to enjoy the rest of your day. We all get anxieties. We all get those tough moments, but, but yeah. just be aware so we can manage through. Yes, people care about you. People love you, no matter how much you think yeah. you're alone. So this is another one from the Spice. Oh, 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 life. 